What would you do if you got scammed? Would you suffer in silence or would you do something about it? Well, I got scammed once and this is the story of what I did. I'm Justin Sales, the host of The Wedding Scammer, a true crime podcast from The Ringer. And for seven episodes, we're hunting a con man, a guy with a lot of aliases, a guy who's ruined a lot of weddings. And with the help of some friends, I just might be able to catch him. Listen to The Wedding Scammer starting October 17th. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This just in, one The Jams. We're all talking sports cards. All day, all night. You're here with Sports Boy and the Geo. Mike, hit him with the action topic of the day. I wonder if anybody's still listening. <laughs> I said hold it for a second because like my internet is running like filth in here. I don't care what your internet's doing. You've we've had the last 30, 45 minutes to get ready. Um, guys, you should know that Sports Boy and Mikey Boy went to a concert last night, and it was a heck of a thing. I feel like there would be a lot of judgment if people knew where we were at. Baldelia, it was a symphony of Taylor Swift music. String quartet. Um, Four piece. I don't know what you guys feel about that. Uh, I will say that as a well, we took Swift our fan, like well, we they took our, us, yeah, I would it's not say. Like we went on a date, me and you or something. We took our wife. <laughs> our wife likes Taylor Swift. Uh, it would have been pretty funny if people just caught us there, just together, sitting there. Just jamming out, singing all the songs. Sure. Um, the the real positive note is where it was at. It was at the Parthenon in Nashville. If you guys ever come to visit Nashville, it's one of the side quests to go on to. I but, proposed there, 2008. Um, engagement photos there. You? Yeah. Oh, really? There mm-hmm. you go. We said this last night, and oh, I, I, didn't, I said I that. I did not hear you. I know. I, I spoke. That's how I knew you didn't hear me. See what I did there? Slight to you. Makes me look like a good guy. Uh, anyway, so we did all that, and we came back this morning ready, raring to go. We have a number of topics to talk to you about. Uh, foosball was a big topic. I think this is where we're going to start, somewhere in that vicinity. Mike, as usual, likes to come in, write down a topic, and then not tell me what it is. So I guess we'll start there. Card guys are terrible sports fans. There are so many stupid people in the hobby. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Starting no, off not on a everybody. positive Some note. people are fine and normal, yep. but there are so many dummies. The amount of stupid cardboard collectors yesterday. Take number one, Brock Purdy knew it was coming. This is why I never bought his stuff. He's terrible. Can't play in the rain. Uh, are you reading this? <laughs> overrated, you know, new, uh, what was it? No better than Trey Lance. Uh, can't Who beat the Browns. That? I mean, social media yesterday with card stupid people was just blowing up. And then last night, even same thing. Well, you know, Jalen Hurts. Here we go. The Jalen Hurts stuff is more offensive than anything. He has led that team to a Super Bowl. <laughs> I know Philly is a crap city and you have nothing to do but complain about teams. <laughs> but what are you doing? And I don't even think it's Philly people. It's, it's literally just cardboard people. This is why he doesn't sell like Burrow. Yep. Okay. He'll he'll never be Joe, but Mahomes is still the GOAT. Okay, couple things. No matter what happened yesterday, Mahomes is still the best player in football. Did not matter what happened yesterday. Okay. However, anybody stupid enough to think that this should impact, it is never going to happen, by the way, because these same idiots who do this thing about how Jalen Hurts is so overrated, you know, look what happens when things aren't perfect, when he faces some pressure. Put your money where your mouth is then. Sell me your Jalen Hurts cards. If you think he is that bad, that overrated, he had a horrible game. No problem. The Jets have a very good defense. They still should have beat the Jets. There's no reason to be losing to Zach Wilson. What does it matter? Every single quarterback, 
every single year in the modern era, aside from 2007, has lost a game in the regular season. Oh, is that true? Simple as that. They all lose. Mahomes lost game one this year to the freaking Lions, who are actually playing very well. Uh, But doesn't matter. He lost a game. Brady, aside from that one season, lost at least a game every single year. Peyton Manning, Rodgers, Breeze, none of these guys have ever had undefeated seasons. Why is there the need for idiots to think this should somehow— And and again, the Jalen Hurts stuff was much quieter, but just as embarrassing. The Brock Purdy stuff— what are we talking about? Trent Williams missed time yesterday during the game. He lost Christian McCaffrey. He lost Debo Samuel. And guess what? At the very end of that game, he played pretty pretty bad, by the way. I think it was very underwhelming the whole game. At the very end of the game, he let him down the field for a 41-yard field goal that the guy pushed. Like Simple as that. The kicker makes that kick, and it's like, okay, he played a crap game, but they still won. They're still undefeated. What else is he supposed to do there? He had a bad game. Same thing, by the way. If you're a Purdy guy who's like, hey, he's terrible. We knew this was coming. Sell me your Brock Purdy stuff at a very nice discount because he's so terrible. They won't do it. I've got good news for you. They will do it. And they are doing it. Some people are doing it at least. Bozos, man. This is his are... first game he's ever lost in the right, as a starting quarterback. I know. And yet. Significant injuries. And yet there are people Ugh. dropping his cards like it's hot. Uh, the I looked at his silvers. So. A silver tin of parties was doing oh late late last week thirteen hundred dollars. Someone immediately went out and sold one for eight eight hundred and fifty five dollars. No sales between. Uh, there's been no sale at a tin. There's been a PSA nine that has since sold, uh, but that was an auto, so it doesn't Why? count. Uh, like are the forty nine ers still not the top, if not the odds on favorite, a top three at worst to win the Super Bowl. And guess what? They're going to do that with him at the helm. What, what, what is yeah, wrong I with cards? I, I honestly don't understand. <laughs> it's like there's just this hatred because he's so expensive and people think they know better. But I don't think it's all card guys. You could say probably say the same thing about like sports guys, fantasy guys, anybody who relies or or sees value in somebody that they either have FOMO for because they can't have it or they don't have it and they want it. Or it's just another situation where they, they have a hometown bias. Their quarterback's the best. Everybody else sucks, and that includes Purdy, no matter how good he is. So I don't I don't know. I It, is, it just kind of comes with the territory, I feel like, at this point. But it is I, – I actually expected to see more. I, I have not seen quite as bad of a beating towards the, the Purdy fans as I would have expected. Um, that being said, there was a pretty good – there's some good memes in the Facebook group. One was like uh, – it was just a – picture of peter's uh peterman do you remember jordan peterman Is oh, plays for the bills now or, or i'm sorry nathan, Pe- nathan peterman. peterman yes excuse me uh it was like a picture of nathan peterman it just said purdy without uh mccaffrey or debo or something like that it was pretty good the guy had a bad to, to their credit the majority of people on espn and actual sports casting sports talk radio all that stuff that i've listened to over the past seven hours i listened to a ton this morning watch espn get up all that stuff Almost nobody there was absolutely just like, well, we knew this was coming. Most people there are like, yep, it's a bad game. Yeah. Sports fans in general, I think, know what they're watching for the most part. Card guys, though, I don't understand. I just, I don't know if they've never seen him play, if they just have no knowledge of the game at all, if they're just simply butthurt because they didn't buy his stuff and then cash out and make a bunch of money. I have no idea. But the guy lost a road game in crappy weather where he lost three significant players to injury. So what? But ridiculous. This, I honestly, I, I view it as a great thing because it is, this was a, a segment that I had built in later in the show, but it was taking advantage of the correction. And this is a perfect example of that because inevitably there will be the other side of the coin who they will drop everything as soon as they see one bad piece of news. And that is, I mean, honestly, the guy who bought that at $855, I think is doing, he did one of the best investments he could have in this NFL season. It just seems like there's there's going to be a correction every time, right? And a lot of times it's an overcorrection at first. If you're the first one there, you can take advantage. Mark it down. Eddie, are you going to be here next Monday or no? Who's producing next Monday's show? I'll be here next Monday. All right, Eddie, write this down. Grab some pen and paper. I don't know if you young guys still have that. You put on a tablet if you want. Eddie, do you even have a pen anywhere near there's you? There's no chance. Not in my desk. Make, I knew it. Make a note of this on your computer. At his desk, pull he up, said, not up, at his desk. That's notes. where you would have a pin. Here we go. But I get it. Prediction for Sunday. I believe the Niners are playing the Vikings on Sunday. Brock Purdy, 65% completion percentage, 300 plus yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Boom. Lock of the week. 
There that's a tough. That, that's actually a pretty tough look. I don't know if I'm gonna go that lock far in, but okay, that's good. And what um, do we see next week? Look at all these idiots who panicked last week. <laughs> I'll buy your Purdy stuff in the meantime. By the way, there you go. That's it. That's my Brock Purdy pump. Um, People are dumb. Nobody here's a, cares. Here's a question. Then let's go to just NFL in general. We talked about Hurts and we talked about Purdy, but are there any QBs at this point that have been? Because we already talked about this in the last couple episodes, where there where we've seen a real decrease, a very steep decrease in a lot of them. Is there anybody that's so low right now that it's worth buying? Tua, only guy. But he's still he's actually still up though. He's like the only guy who's actually up. Never down fourteen nothing yesterday. They come back and outscore him forty two to seven. Tua. But I mean, it was the Panthers though. I mean, forty two to seven. I don't care who it is. I Ridiculous. mean, he's done it no, every no, game. No, they didn't. They was forty two twenty one. Right, they were down fourteen, nothing. They came back oh, and scored, scored them forty-two to seven. That's ridiculous. I understand what you're saying. Okay, that offense is unbelievable, and I hope these useless little murmuring rumors that are not true. I would love them to be true. That Gronkowski goes there to play tight end for the rest of the year. That is not a thing, is it? Saw so tweeted by a couple people. <laughs> Speculation. I would love that. That Guy, team is loaded. I would still buy Tua. Absolutely. Were the guys tweeting this the same guys who went out and talked about? Party being terrible. They would never do that. They would never do that. Okay. Uh, other than that, no, I'm still not buying a lot of quarterbacks. Like Mahomes is still high. The the only thing is, is like we are still in the world where Justin Herbert outsells every uh, m- the majority of other quarterbacks, and I just think that there's a lot of guys that are so far down. It's not a terrible idea Who? to start looking at. I am curious. Who is on your list? Jalen Hurts for one is on that list. He sure. is ninety nine dollars uh, for a PSA ten of his. I. The fact is there's just a low enough pop count that I don't think that's a crazy investment. Um, I don't think you are going to get yourself hurt too bad, even if he doesn't you know, go to the Super Bowl again this year. I don't think he's going to drop a whole lot more than that. Because um, he's, he's, you've seen some spikes where he, like someone just rapid sold that card to get rid of it. It dropped real quick, and it immediately bounces back. Uh, it just makes me think that there's a big enough fan base that wants that card. Uh, then there's also the Dak Prescott. Here's the thing. Dak got, Dak? Dak got sold so hard he after should. that. La- I know it wasn't good. I know he did not perform well, but. But this is like a 10-year career with him. Eight years in, I mean, nine years did, in. Like that last year, they did pretty well. Up until that this game, I think a lot of people were expect like, had very high hopes for this season. And I think that a lot of people still do after they overlook some things. That being said, not even talking about the actual real world games, but the card market, because we know that can be different sometimes. I do foresee a world where there's enough people who think that he could bounce back and do well, that they will go out and buy that card, even if they're not a big fan of him because of how far it dropped. Like he, I mean, the card was selling for uh, $172, what are we about? Do- the card. $172 for 2016 prism silver. It's silver because they didn't have any base. So $172 on October 8th. PSA 10? PSA 10, yes. Uh, drops to $91. Still overpriced. And then someone came in, bought that, and then bought another one for like $131 right after that. I think there's a lot of people who are getting at card shows, because we'll talk about that too. We went to a card show this weekend. I think there's a lot of people who are getting in at much lower than $131, much, probably even lower than $100 in a lot of cases. If you can get that card for less than $100, there's like 1,400 of them. I don't know. I, I, I honestly do think that he is not. He, he is one of those quarterbacks who will not be an all-time great, but he will do well enough to propel his prices back up high, uh, higher again. What are you basing this on? Like, what have you seen from him that makes you think in the past? I mean. Aside I, from winning one playoff game last year, like what else has he ever done? That's why I have a trouble. I have trouble with this take. So go go earlier in the season, right? Like he was sure. actually looking pretty decent. The first few games, the first like three games, I think a lot of guys were expecting really big things from the Cowboys. Okay, for two separate issues. The Cowboys had the number one defense in football and pitched back to back shutouts. So what, what is, I'm not sure. So what do you say? I know, are, I know, but the the fact that they still want a quarterback's pricing can still go up, even though the even if he performed average and the team did well. I'm just saying, like, as far as— I don't know when his, that's happened, though. That's what I'm asking. When has that happened at a quarter— this, Look at the pricing this year. Earlier this year, his pricing was going up. He was down until they started winning. And then all of a sudden, his pricing starts going up. Obviously, there's a correlation. Hmm. I mean, 
you you don't have to buy into this. No, no, I don't. But I'm also when you're, you're saying some of these things as, as statements, I, I'm trying to press back because I want to make sure I'm understanding correctly. So he starts off the season. When was the first game of the season? Early September, right? Early September. Let's go September one. It was later than that, but sure. All right. So so give me give me some sale, pricing. Let's see. $180. Oh, are we wrong? Oh, no. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, $180. What date? That was September 3rd. Okay, September so leading 2nd. up to week one. Okay. Yep. All right. So he has a couple up and down, up, down. Then he starts going up first few games. First game looks like the 11th goes up to $200. 17th next weekend goes up to $200, uh, $209 on the 18th of September. 21st to 10. 23rd, 200, and then starts losing, drops down to 188, drops down to 142, bounces back, 161, 172, and then that terrible loss last week that dropped him down to $91. I'm just so saying he like, is less than half of what he was after week three of the season. He was averaging 200 bucks, now he's averaging 100. Exactly. I mean, if, if there is not in a world where you believe the card is going to drop, right? We all know the card's going to drop. It's the overcorrection. It has to drop, but does it have to drop that much? I Obviously, it didn't because someone immediately bought back in at 131. That's the only case I'm making. The point I'm making is that he is good enough to win games, and therefore, card pricing will go up. And if it's this low already, then it makes sense that it, he could be a decent investment. I wouldn't sell a Dak Prescott card at this value, I would give it at least a few more games. I think give him that, an opportunity. I think that's a fair argument. If I have Dak stuff, I wouldn't sell it. I would not go buy it. I don't have enough faith. I mean, in- if you have it, if you can get him for under a hundred dollars, again, I just go back historically. What has he ever done after momentary spikes in seasons? Because I've seen momentary before. I've never seen prolonged, and we've already seen his momentary spike. I think that was it. Okay. That's my fear. And that's like, I guess that's my concern. What is the next step for him where he's going to be? You know what? We can have this, the conversation on Thursday because he's going to play tonight versus the Chargers. We'll just see how they do. Maybe, okay. maybe it's a complete and I think domination. He's you know? another player too. I think scares the market away because he does this every year. He gives you a couple games. You're like, well, maybe. And then it's like just very mediocre. And I just think it's going to take so much time to recover. Okay. So if we're saying the last couple sales, so what is the average of the last five sales then? Oh, uh, I don't know. Let me. Yeah, let's because uh, I want average because I don't want like, okay. the one offs and the and the ones the one high. I don't because uh, I don't want to count the one high. Yeah. So just throw me the last five numbers. The last five numbers: one thirty one. Most recently, one thirty one. Uh huh. Okay. Ninety one. Okay. One seventy two. One sixty one. One forty two. Divided by five. One thirty nine average. Okay. So that's your that's your buy in price right now. I. Literally said if I could get him for less than a hundred dollars. <laughs> so no, no, I'm just saying that is the average right now, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because even if we throw off the nine, sure. For the la- if you want to take just the last five, you could take say that is the average. I don't know if that's your buy-in price, but yeah, because the last one was one thirty-one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So that's the number I'm going to base it off of. One hundred and thirty bucks. I'm going to say the one seventy was probably high, and the ninety was probably low. So what's in the middle of the one thirty that we just saw? I do. I would bet against that number, I guess, going forward. That would be my point. Going forward. That, yep. Why arbitrarily just take the last five sales, though? Because it's the most recent, right? I know, but why just the last five sales? Why that's not what go I can, back further? Because that's what I can get it for today. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I, $200 is not relevant today. Okay. Because I, I can buy it for much less than that. Sure. What can I buy it for today? Yeah. 130 uh, Okay. I think 130 is average. I don't think many people are going to sell for 100 right now. It certainly doesn't prove that. We only have one in the $100 range. So let's say even a little bit less. We'll give you a little bit of leeway. $120, bucks. if I'm basing that number in my head, would I buy the DAC card for $120? My answer would be no. Okay. I do. I, I fear DAC because we see it so often with him, you know? That's, but you know why we see the, the pricing? We have a conversation like this where pricing goes down. It's because the, it inevitably seems to go back up a lot of times. He's so, also way down from last year, though. But everything's way down from last year. That's hard to say what is actually true based on performance. Sure. That's why I'm, I want to hold it to the fire, though. I am curious because okay. I'm very staunch against this. Okay. What are you very staunch for so we can hold you to the fire? If you bought him today at 120, there's not going to be an opportunity to make real money. At 120? At, yeah. I mean, I'm giving you a little leeway. The average is 130. Okay. So, yeah, if you bought it, 
Because, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, so either you can say 130 direct or just 120 and make money. Meaning if I sold it for 150 bucks on eBay, I haven't made any money. You know, fees, shipping, that's what I mean. Like, that's why I start, that's where my mind goes of like, what can I actually buy this for? After- well, that's a different conversation though. Because I, if we're saying 120, again, my, now, my yeah. viewpoint is if I could get it for less than 100. I, cause, sure, sure. Because again, we, we always talk about applying the 80-20 rule, right? Like if you're, buying something you want to try and get it for 80 percent of comps so that you can go turn it around and that's make money fair. right on here okay so one third that's a that's a valid point so 105 you're paying 80 percent of comps okay so and 105 would i buy that card today now it seems like it's more of an option the tough thing is too though because i'm trying to go from the point of view of the listener as opposed to my normal view sure sure me buying at 80 percent happens and i can sell it for 100 105 percent so would the normal person go out and just buy this for, I guess that's where I'm at with Dak. He does, he scares me. I just think like going to these card shows and we should probably just transition to that yeah, yeah. conversation anyways. We went to the Nashville card show on Friday. It was actually- That is the best show, by the way. That was a lot of fun. That was it's a It's wide open. Show. It's a clean environment. The freaking bathrooms are clean. Parking was close. Parking yeah. was close and cheap. $5 entry. I think there were like 600 individual tables, I believe. Oh, I thought it was 800 It advertised tables. it. It was a ton of empties. I oh, think, okay. And in a lot of multi-booths. I think about five to 600 actual individual dealers. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's probably The accurate. show was ridiculously good. It was so... It was great, too, as I brought my kids there. Uh, well, my kids. I have a kid, and then she brought her little buddy. My wife was there. We got to have, like, fun family time because it wasn't just sports cards everywhere. There was a lot of non-sports stuff there, too, both TCG, but also, like, I bought a decent amount of uh, non-sport music cards, which was absolutely a fun... I, I have not had that much fun buying cards Dog. in a long time. Here's the thing about Snoop Dogg. Whoever is listening to this podcast when we're doing our PWCC weekly review and trolling me, trying to buy out the things that I'm trying to buy, not cool, bro. I like. I feel like because we talked about that Snoop Dogg specifically... It got bid up so much more. How much? It was like, I think I had my max bid around like $15, which was around the last sale. It was it was much more than the last sale. The last sale did like seven bucks, I think, for that card. It was up to $30 by the time it's all done before buyer premium. So guys, not cool. I did not win the <laughs> Bird Magic Dr. J, the triple auto. I'm sorry. But you did get a bird card though. I got a oh, I got the bird card I talked about. I got the the um Panini one game used full size laundry tag auto uh from Travis. I traded him a Mahomes Optic PSA ten and fifteen hundred cash. So I'm into it for twenty six hundred. I would do it ten times out of ten. And that is one of those where it's kind of hard to value though, right? Because of the laundry tag itself. Yeah, I mean like the flawless and a couple other brands that have sold are averaging two to twenty five hundred. None of them have a patch like this. It's a jumbo tag. Okay. Ridiculous. Yeah, um, I, I would I would pay that. I, honestly, I would have gone up to 3000 if I had to. I was not leaving that show without that card. Really? That I've never seen much? a card like that. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I like Bird. I just I never... I wish it was a young photo of Bird. It's my only issue. That's what I was going to say. I had the short shorts, no mullet, no stash. I didn't... I wasn't thrilled with that. I was going to mention the other cards that I got, but did you get anything else besides that card? I got the Bird... Uh, the, it's from 2005 Heritage, I believe. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady. It's got a piece of the actual goalpost oh, from I the Super Bowl where they beat the Eagles. That was actually, I love that they that had a cool that Super Bowl. PSA the- 10. So first of all, it's, it's from a Super Bowl. Yeah. Provenance to me means something with stuff like that. Super Bowl, you know, game used because it is in the game. Uh, it's a, it was a PSA 10. It was a, it's a pop eight apparently, which I'm not surprised with. It's a super thick card. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it was 10 is pretty ridiculous. I paid five bills for it. Oh. I would again. I would do that in a heartbeat. Did they, you price it out before you bought it? They're averaging raw one hundred and fifty to one hundred and seventy-five. Oh, Three okay. time multiplier on that card, I would pay ten times. And the market's down, so I was all in, no question. That's awesome. Okay, very. I nice. didn't find anything else PC wise, and I didn't look a ton. I had Papa Gio with me. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at a ton of other stuff. Um, I will say overall, I was very impressed by pricing. Oh, and I met the what's it, who's the kid I met? Um, oh shoot, I told you he lives in East Nashville. He's the TikTok guy. Um, you told me about this? A, yeah. TikTok, a TikTok guy? Clever Cuban cards. Maybe we didn't talk about this. I don't remember. Tell me, what, is he, what does he do? What's his thing? It was like TikTok sports card oh, just, content on TikTok. Just content. Nice okay. kid. But he lives in East Nashville. I didn't oh, know that. Oh, that's very cool. I, I think we should have him on the show one time, actually. I told him that. It's actually um, pretty interesting. 
interesting kid. I think you did too. We both ran into Jeff Wilson was there. He was there with his HQ card shop buddies. I don't think we talked about this. One of the uh, guys, one of his partners, because he's doing this card shop with two other guys, a guy named Ryan and a guy named Carter. Ryan Van Oost. Yeah. He used to be a customer of mine years ago. Ryan Van Oost has listened to every single one of our podcasts. He asked questions in the mailbag. Uh, I don't know if it's all the time, but he used to do it a lot because I remember his name always giving me. But now he's problem. got that job, so he's trying to back off. He's no, he no, he listens. He still listens all the time. And he just wanted to say he was a, a avid listener and fan of the show, and we just kind of talked back and forth for a while. I gave him some shirts. He was super nice. I wished him all the best with the new shop. He messaged me on the eleventh. Congratulations to you and your wife. Aw, what a sweetheart. Before that, though, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure yeah, he used to buy into case breaks with me. Uh, I went over there, gave him some shirts. They in turn, bought hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of cards. Um, From you? No. Yeah. No. Uh, they, they were set up just, just, to, just buy. to buy at yeah, this Inventory show. for the stop. Absolutely shop. crazy. Uh, which, honestly, like, I think that's one of the coolest things. If you hear, and this is not a plug for HQ, it's just if you hear of anybody, like, trying to start up a new shop, they're going to need inventory. I'm sure they were getting some discounts on it, but man, that was yeah. I'd be curious what the, to sell. I'd be curious what the percentage was. Um, they, I'll tell you, they were not as interested. Granted, I wasn't going to try and sell them, but I did the other cards I got besides the Snoop Dogg. I got this 1969 uh, Victoria Ray Charles. It's a all these are like older, low uh, low pop, but also low grade. So that is a PS3. I got a Roy Orbison, also from the 1969 set. Uh, PSA 2, the Snoop Dogg was a PSA 6. John Lennon uh, from 1968 is a PSA 4. And then another Beatles. It's a group shot of them, PSA 6. And then I got a little Billy Armstrong and Kurt Cobain, both PSA 6s as well. The Kurt Cobain's pretty cool. I don't, I haven't seen this very often. Have you seen this like where they'll do like the two card? It's like it makes one picture, but it's two separate cards. I kind of like how they did that. Kind of cool. Yeah. That's kind of like the card I bought Chris Vernon at Chicago National. It's the lower half of Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. The other card is the upper half. <laughs> yeah, it's upper a good half. Michael Jordan crotch card. Um, but like I said before, My gift I, to Chris. what I was, I mentioned this when we were doing the PWCC review was just, I'm going to be doing a lot of that, buying some stuff that's not super expensive, but things that I know other people are interested in. So like my granny is getting the Roy Orbison. Um, I think my, my dad's getting the Beatles one. And then you're giving that card to your granny. Yeah, I am. I had that in the will. Get that back. <laughs> you are not getting any. Royal no, no, you I'm saying. Oh, I get that back. Hey, this is yours. You when you die, what? get it back. How That's about fair. that? What if she passes it along to another grandkid? Because I would already have some. You know what I mean? Here's the, the whole idea behind that project is spread the awareness and love of the hobby. And you can I don't think there's many people who are going to go out there and buy their first card. But I do think That's a fair. lot of people will accept their first card as a gift. And then once they've got one, it'll be easier to buy another. What is Teddy's first card going to be? My question. Teddy Ruxpin, the card. Teddy Who Ruxpin. Is Teddy Ruxman. Ruxpin. It's a, Whatever. It's a Teddy. It's a Teddy bear. Very, very, very famous Teddy bear. No, my kid will not be buying that kind of crap. I didn't say buy. I'm going to give it to him. It'll be his uh, first card. No, nah, I'm saying like first experience. Like what's this kid going to get for his first card? Oh, what he will buy. I'm I'm, I'm interested if the Nash if Nashville gets a an MLB baseball team. We're going all in. We're getting season tickets. Nashville baseball. This the sounds are fun. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm gonna need a pro team. I know. And I have um, trouble getting mine. The Titans. I Anyways. forgot. I did buy one sports. Oh card. yeah, what was this? I want to look this up because you had some wild ideas on co- not wild, but just very all yeah, over the please place. Look at, please look at please look at oh. And I should say, all of those uh, non-sport cards, that costs 120 bucks. I think I really Ooh. got a really good deal. Uh, the guy that was there was just, he said that was his first card show that he has ever set up at. He's just been a long, long time collector. And he just wanted to start, he's like, I have these for so long. I wanted to start moving them, but I also want to get like some other stuff. So he just used it as an opportunity to get rid of some so he could buy some others. Um, the one that I bought is... Uh, 1969 tops card number 162 World Series game number one. It's an SGC 75, and it says on the front, Gibson fans 17 sets new record. As you can probably guess, why I bought that card, not just because you know my love of the 1969 World Series, uh, but also it says Gibson fans. And of course, talking about Bob Gibson. <laughs> well, we don't know that for sure. 
Um, but what we do know is I have this card and it says that. So there you go. What'd you pay for this card? I paid. Now I don't want to tell you because I What's feel the like card number say, again. I'm sorry. Card number 162. Card number 162. World Series. Win six straight game. Um, oh, I meant to say cardboard portfolio. I wanted to give him a shout out. He's the guy with the non uh, sport. He's the one all music cards. I don't feel good about this. What'd you pay for this card? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Actually, I think I don't. I think I have the wrong number. You did not pay anyone near $100 for this card. I paid $40 for this card. Okay. Why? It's not bad. What does it go for? So this is an interesting example. You have one card as a six that sold for $85, but then an eight sold for 53 and an eight five just sold for 26 so I don't know. I think you did pretty good. That's what I'm going here's, here's the what I was looking at. It's I saw for a few PC. things. It a doesn't matter. Seven, actually, it doesn't matter because it's not for resale anyway. But I saw a seven that was like a hun- over $100. I don't see that same card. That's okay. doesn't mean I have to. I'm going to pull it up while you're talking about whatever else. I don't know, I'm not talking about anything else. All right. So the card show. Oh, and Ryan uh, Card Collector 2 was there too. We exchanged parental stories. That was fun. Yeah. Um, all right. I think we are new release time. I mean, I don't know. We're fine. I, we'll go over and move on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The card show was great. It was actually nice. I hadn't been to a card show in a while. Oh, uh, there was the other thing on the, the list. Real quick, WWE Panini lawsuit. I love how we were going to try and get um, Paul Lesko on the show just to do a quick review of the, the thing. Because we're not just trying to spend a ton of time of, on all of it. But uh, he did a deep dive. So if you guys want to know all the details, go to his Twitter page. Um, but he did do a very nice TLDR, which for those who don't know, TLDR stands for, Mike, when I point at you, you said. TLDR. Mm-hmm. Let me think here. Use it in a sentence, first of all. You can't just throw acronyms at me. Well, an acronym you usually wouldn't use in a sentence. You'd use it. Give me some context. Uh, so he is about to do a, a brief of what all the lawsuit's about. And before he goes into all of the information, he gives a TLDR about that information. TLDR. Total. Yep. Is that right? You gotta leave me along here. Okay. Total. Not right. No, okay. no, no. I, I just I think you already know because that's right. Yeah. Is it really? Okay. Yeah. Total. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking like an overview. Yes. Is it a type, a type of an overview? Yes. I think you're lying to me about the total. I absolutely am. I it's too say. long, didn't read. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, too long, didn't read. So he he, he breaks it down with a quick son. little bar- paragraph. GKY. Uh, Do you know the, what that? Is? The hearing <laughs> will focus on whether WWE <laughs> waived its right to terminate Panini's license. Uh, he said, "There's no real argument that Panini did not make the TCG digital cards." Uh, so that's basically, if you weren't familiar, WWE is now trying to sue Panini, saying, "Hey." You know, you didn't live we, up to your end. Yeah, you didn't live up to your end of the bargain, and we want to get out of this contract. It, just because the judge says we should have said something within the first 90 days, that doesn't make it right. You guys still should have done this. Uh, by the end of it, he says it looks like Panini it was in breach, but the hearing is going to focus on did WWE waive termination rights? because they waited, again, past the original 90 days of the contract before they waited essentially 15 months to make a comment about all of this. And then it says, number two, is the WWE hurt sufficiently that money can't make it whole later? So essentially, that would be the reason why they would need to stop production of all cards right away, because this is hurting them beyond any monetary uh, fix. Now, the one thing I will mention that I thought was kind of interesting was that they do talk about the Fanatics Panini buyout in the lawsuit. They're like, when we entered into negotiations with Panini, it was under the guise that Panini was also in talks with Fanatics to be uh, bought out by them. And unfortunately, that deal fell apart in spring of 2023. Just an interesting note. I don't think I have actually seen that in official writing anywhere other than just in comments and things like that. Yeah, that's true. I have not either. Um, so that was just the, a quick update. We'll we'll update you as we hear other things going on in that lawsuit world. Um, the the last thing before new release, if anybody, and this can be literally almost anybody, unless it has like anything to do uh, with one of the other sponsors we work with, we have a newsletter. Probably a lot of you are signed up for it, and some of you may not even know we have one. 
If you go to sportscardsnonsense.com, you can easily sign up. It's like a couple clicks. If you sign up for the newsletter, you get a newsletter once a week. Uh, our guys have been writing for it for a while, and we are just looking to get them a little extra cash. So if anybody wants to be a sponsor, we haven't had one uh, on that newsletter. So if you want to be a sponsor of it, it goes, I think it reaches uh, 2,000 over uh, 2,200 people a month and 55% open rate. So just letting you people know that. And I feel bad that we have not been it's more involved. It's actually a very good open rate, isn't it? We, oh, it's an excellent open rate. It's just that we haven't really been that involved with it. And we haven't really talked about it at all since we uh, got it created. But I forgot we had it. You I asked know, me the other day. I, so I don't think that's real. I feel bad because the guys who are John doing and it, John. the Johns have been doing it for us uh, very, very diligently. And uh, we haven't given it enough attention. So anyways, good content. If you guys are interested, let us know. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. New releases. Do you let's start with the McDonald's thing? All you 2023 Tops Chrome McDonald's All American Basketball. This is you too, bro. This is a this is All American Tops Basketball. Actually, the only thing that matters in High this school, right? Yeah, but do you Bronny? know? Yeah, that's the only reason it matters. First auto, Bronny's first auto. However, I really do think the whole cardiac arrest thing. You know, while that's terrible, and I hate that it happened to a kid. I think it does affect this product in general. I, I don't know if the hype is as built up as it once was. And so that I'm, I'm not saying like, don't okay. buy it because Bronny had medical issues on court. It's just something to know. So it goes for $160 as of Wednesday this week. Uh, there's other people in that product, of course, as well. But if, I think everyone was probably yeah, he's expecting the him the he's most. A chase. So, um, so, I don't know. Mike doesn't seem to have a an opinion on that. So no, we'll I just... gave you my opinion. Brawny or bust, I guess, and I wouldn't waste time with a high school McDonald's product. Okay. Yep. Go. Uh, go to 20... Noir next, though. Oh, you want Noir? Okay. Let's it will go. go least important to me. Noir. I don't care about McDonald's at all. Noir. Very little. It's expensive. How expensive is it? I'm guessing it's savage. I just got the rebuy price. What's the rebuy? How much is the? What's the cost in these boxes? Steel City has them at two thousand dollars. Yeah, the rebuy price. I thought I read this wrong. Was eighteen fifty? Oh my goodness! It's <laughs> like nope. Wow. All good on that one. I like Noir. It's a cool product. How, how do you go near that product for anywhere near that kind of money? Well, I figured you were going to say something about it, so I did pull up resale on that product. And this year, since that product has been out, uh, I'm sorry, since 2021 came out, they have had. Uh, two cards sell in the five figures, and then a lot of cards. I couldn't count them all, but a lot of cards sell for more than the box price of two thousand dollars. So, uh, at least fifty plus cards sell for three thousand plus. That's I, that's insane to me. But that's again, that's insane to you because you're a baseball guy these days. You have gotten kind of out of the basketball hobby side of things. I mean, we broke optic contenders last week. We still I, break basketball once a month, probably. But this is that that product to me is just insanely overpriced. Well, I think what guys like is like the the sneaker thing. There's sure, a, there's, sneaker spotlight. Yeah, Absolutely. the sneaker spotlight guys like a lot. The fact that there's there are only ten cards, so it does make it the chase isn't as crazy as far as like you're not going through a ton of cards. You're going to get something 
okay. Granted, not everyone's going to get something to pay for the box, of course. But yeah, that's the problem. There are 10 cards. A lot of people are not going to get anything. PYT, 30 teams. Yeah. No, no, I'm not uh, saying yeah. go out and buy a personal. Oof. Again, this is this is still in that realm of a gamble to me. Oh, yeah. I, like To me, this is a D, F minus as a personal and a D minus as a break. Really? It's way too expensive. Okay. It's just not as expensive as some of the other ones we've talked about recently, I feel like. Like, there was, oh, what was it? It was an immaculate. Um, man, I can't remember. There was another expensive product that came out that, I guess it was flawless, that I don't think you rated it quite as low with a, uh, if you were buying into a break. Yeah, I don't like flawless either, but flawless is flawless. Yeah. It's a different animal. Like, we pulled a Joe Burrow two years ago. It sold for 120 grand. Sure. That's the difference. If you're going to go chasing and go wild, go nuts. Like, go crazy. Yeah. This, to me, is just doesn't do it for me. Nice okay. cards. I just, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I would this... buy singles, though. I actually like Noir as a product. If it was $1,000 a box and you could buy into it. But, like, literally for one box, you're going to be selling 30 spots at 65 to 70 bucks a spot. For one box. That's wild. You know what's funny, though? 65 to 70 bucks a spot wasn't that crazy like a year ago. These days. For a single box high. of basketball, it's not great. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like for a single, you can get a finest case break for cheaper than that. Sure. I don't like it. Okay. Some guys do. By the way, a lot of guys do. The high-end stuff, go nuts. That's your thing. I think Excellent. it also, I do think like the whole the sneaker side of it kind of attracts another audience as well. But um, Even that's tough though. Like I have the Anthony Davis, like a three-year-old card. Oh, really? Like not all the sneakers. So you got to hit like a major, major star. Yeah. The Boncaro one looks kind of cool. Sure. And a rookie Boncaro. Yeah. By the way, what are like the most expensive noir cards that have sold? You said you had to yeah. see, but who are they though? Oh, this is for just 2021 product. Fine. Um, so 20, like Anthony Dave, Anthony so Edwards. So the most expensive 2021 Lamello? was a Luca auto. Uh, it was two of two, it looks like. Um, $13,000. The other one was a one of one for Luca as well. $10,000 or almost 11000 Then there was like, uh, I'm trying to see if, okay, Jalen Green is third most. Oh, big rookie. Sure. Makes sense. But here's the thing. That was in June of this year, so not that long ago. $9,000. It's a PSA 9 out of 99. His true RPA. And he's the stud rookie from last year. Yeah. But, I mean, that means there's 99 of them. Ago. Yeah. I'm, I know. I know. I'm not saying I'm not saying go out and buy this car. I'm <laughs> just saying, like, maybe don't like get, try and view it from some other people's point of view. Like, maybe there is some actual opportunity. I don't want to make a case that there's... N- if there's nothing there of value, then I get it. But I think there is a little value. You can make the case. I'm giving you my honest feedback. Sure. I think it's a Absolutely. grossly overrated product I wouldn't touch. Okay. And we have some, by the way. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. And you'll still have to break it. <laughs> yeah. That's, I still think it's crap. I wouldn't go near it. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. You, you, okay. It's, hey, it's honest. It's you what know it what? Is. I, I agree. I like it. Um, all right. Then what do you want to do? You want to do pro oh, debut? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Two, the next two I actually do like. Pro debut. Is give me the pricing by the way, hobby uh, and jumbo on these. So I've got hobby, uh, it is $67 for 2023 Tops Pro Debut Baseball. Two autos a box in hobby, that is four autos in hobby. Oh, really? Okay, mm-hmm. maybe it's always bad. I don't remember. Um, I love it. So, pro debut is these guys like in their first minor league uniform. A lot of these guys, like actual on actual autographs. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I I was going to ask you, what does pro debut mean? That is the chase. So you're talking about guys from last year's draft product. So, or this year's Bowman even. So like Cam and Arrow's in there, mm-hmm. Drew Jones, guys like that. It's a good class. These actually do okay. Go back and look historically at guys like Ellie Volpe, how they've spiked. And there's some cool vet chases. I know this year they put an Albert Pujols for a vet auto chase. There's a bunch of other ones as well. For the price. Now, this is a product you can always grade your way out of. Literally, you almost cannot lose money on a personal box. Oh, However, really? now this is not for the Chase guys. Mm-hmm. It's not a huge product like that. Chase-wise, massive hits. It's not it. But for the guys who are going to like hold certain prospects, wait till they pop, do that. So totally different end of the spectrum from Noir. It's as good as it gets for the low-end, long-term investor. Gotcha. But to, like the biggest hit, what do you think that's valued at? So somebody's going to pull like a one-on-one Drew Jones, probably a couple thousand bucks. Okay. As All opposed right. to like the one-on-one Drew Jones Super Fractor, quarter of a million. Sure. You yeah. Know? But again, for what it is, I think it's an awesome product. I, I don't do breaks because it's all minor league, but we will do personals. We got a bunch of uh, hobby and jumbo. You can't go wrong with either one, quite frankly. Like, by the way, Ellie stuff, Ellie from 20, 
Ooh, he might have been last year. I think he was 22. Might have been 21. Uh, when he popped, his debut stuff, like Chrome PSA 10s were outselling the box like two to one. It was wild. Uh, the jumbo box is $30 more, but it only has three autographs. But it has way more cards, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, so you get all the prospect cards, the color, okay. all that. Yep. Do the color do as, I mean. They sell. They don't sell for great. Like a gold yeah. of like a decent star is 25, 30 bucks. But again, when you put it in perspective of box price, it's not bad. Yeah, and especially if you're because I mean, what are you selling that for? A case? What's a average cost? So six hundred sixty times twelve, so seven twenty a case. And then the average buy, I guess the average team is what like thirty bucks something. So twelve hundred bucks. So call it forty forty five bucks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, dirt cheap. I mean, that's what I mean for for what it is. Yeah. For the low end, the set builders, the 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 team guys, even like you like a certain team, you want to go ahead and get cards of those prospects without paying the Bowman price. Uh, it's an awesome. So, so in that regard, to me, it's a it's a B plus in both regards. Okay. B plus as a break because it's dirt cheap, decent hit potential for the value. B plus as a personal. Only thing that holds it back from being an A is it's minor league and there's no huge hit potential. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, next product, 2023 tops gilded collection baseball. This one is weird. So this one debuted last year. Um, last year's price now got up to like twelve hundred bucks at one point. I think it's still close to a thousand right now. Do you have last year's price? I'll pull it up. What is this year's too? Only like six fifty this year, right? Yep. Uh, two autos per, like the gold framed and the gold etch auto, or whatever. Uh, one gold frame auto and one gold etch, and yep. a couple numbered base, I think. Yeah, so five cards per box. So three numbered base, two autos. Um, again, now this is the baseball equivalent to me of like a high end chase product, right? Like the one of one Corbin Carroll mm-hmm. is going to sell for massive money. Um, Last year's product's going for nine hundred right now, which is insane. At this point, with what these guys have done, Corbin, Volpe, Harris, Adley, Gunner, Josh Young, uh, Nolan Gorman, and uh, Jordan Walker, all these guys are still rookies in product this year. There is no reason to me that 21 should be outsell or 22 should be outselling 23. What do you got over there? This is Gil. That was just, Andre Dawson? I remember that card, yeah. yeah Andre the Dawson for the auto. Yeah, for the Nationals. Yep. Yeah, I Expos remember thinking that I, I would have expected this card to be worth more because it was like 13 out of 25. Nah, he doesn't sell real well. That's why. But there's some weight to it. I kind of like the gold that. frame. Yeah, it's a nice looking card. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. So overall, I like it. Again, this again, is this one, is an expensive product. This is what I would chase a little bit. Um, but for a case, it's a. I think it's a six box case, right? Oh, uh, check I'm that sorry. out. Because yeah, I, I think the cases. So you're talking about PYTs being fourth. Even numbers. Six about, bucks. Yep. Yeah. So about 4,000 bucks. 650 times six. Mm-hmm. 3,900. 3,600, 3,900. So call it 4,000 bucks. High risk, high reward. But I'm okay with this because the three base cards, I know it's not a ton extra, but there's 18 numbered base. Those numbered base, you hit rookies. Even those will do well. So to me, this is like a much more reasonable version of a noir type. Yeah, there's this crazy chase and it's super expensive, but there's at least a little bit more substance there to it. I actually like this though, single box. I would break this thing down. I am just looking real quick. I, I'm curious because we did this with Noir. Maybe we should do this more often, especially oh, when we're talking about that. just highest sales in the, of a yeah, product. Yeah, just highest sales of maybe the last product to come Okay, out. so here you go. So like last year, the 101 J-Rod Superfractor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Auto, 22,800. Graded, but yes. It's a nine. Yeah, so yeah. That's not even a real thing. Uh, the Otani Superfractor Auto, again, graded a nine, 10 grand. Um, okay, so you take out, but what here's what's interesting is like, you take out the one uh, uh, Rodriguez card, the $22,000 no one. No five-figure cards. And, well, I mean, the Otani is the only five-figure right. card. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else, everything under the Otani is $5,000 and less. Yep. That's interesting. Okay. But, I mean, still, that's the product is also a little over a quarter of the price of Noir. That's so. what I mean. You could get, yeah, you can get a whole case as opposed to two boxes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and just like some of the stuff, it's funny, Otani, by the way, selling to the roof on that product. Like almost all the top sales are Otani. <laughs> Good grief. I thought Julio would be in there a lot more. It's all Otani. Yeah, the product seems to still do okay because I'm looking at like the Rodriguez out of 199 auto. It's a PSA 10, granted. That's the most recent high dollar sale. It looks like 2500 um, $1,600. Oh, so I have a twenty five hundred. Oh, back in February though. Yeah, okay. this one both. There's actually two Julios uh, out of one ninety nine, both PSA tens sold for sixteen twenty five and then sixteen fifty on the fifteenth. So what is that? Yesterday. Yeah, I'm okay with that though, right? So you can triple your, and that's just a regular numbered card. I think it's numbered to twenty five. 
but you're okay. tripling your money on that auto alone. That's what I mean. I just think there's, in this year's rookie class, you again, you have way more high-end, top-end talent. That card was out of 199. Oh, even better. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, all right, cool. All right, so that's your products of the week. Those both couple... release Wednesday, by the way. So real quick, yes. just a quick breakdown. Gilded, we're going to have on sale in the Facebook group and on Card Shop Live under SCN Breaks uh, starting today. Full case PYTs. Tops Pro debut, if you want personals, but we're just ripping personals of that, probably no breaks. Uh, Hobby and Jumbo will have both, same thing. Hit, okay, hit cool. me up, hit up Eddie, whatever. Uh, the Noir plug right does there. come out on the 20th. Is, we got a half is case in Noir. I'm sure he's going to PYT it. So Eddie's going to do that somewhere? Yep. Okay. SCN breaks. Uh, half case PYT probably because we did not fill out the case. And then for all of you uh, TCGers, the Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, there's both sets coming out on Friday. Nothing overly exciting though, so that's why I didn't really bring those up as Obsidian? much. Obsidian, is that one of them? It is not, but the fact that you even know that word is very City Obsidian great. Flames, sucker. Um, all right, so mailbag time, I think. Jesse almost got in a fight at a restaurant last night. Tell the people. I purposely was going to ask you not to bring that up. You didn't, of... though, so now I have. So let's talk about it. <laughs> no, let's not talk about it. Went to a place it. called Sinatra's. Uh-huh. What did yeah. you think of the food? You had a bad attitude going in. Was it because of the food? What no, happened? No, it was you. Um, but no. Oh, was really? Fine. I was wondering. I knew something yeah, you was you had a bad attitude, and it was infecting me. What happened? Uh, you didn't talk to me the entire time. Oh, can I tell you why? Hannah said the same thing. Go ahead. I asked you a question in the car, uh-huh. and I thought you were being funny, and then I kind of and like mumbled it again, just like, and you didn't answer again. I was like, okay, and I looked over. You were playing Pokemon, mm-hmm. and I got up when I walked with Hannah alone. I was like, she's like, are you mad at Jesse? I was like, I'm not mad, but I asked him something once, and I thought he was joking, and he was literally just sitting next to me playing Pokemon. I said, I'm going to give him a space. Because what was I, your question? What did you ask? It was me? nothing. I was just literally just trying to talk to you. It was a nothing thing. But I said, I, in his exact way, I was like, I'm going to just let him have some space because I can tell he's irritated at me now because I'm irritated at him. And if we just let it chill. And then perfectly, the guy who was a jerk took all the tension away. We should perfectly, be thanking him. I fixed the situation as usual instead of you taking the opportunity to ask, hey, is there something wrong? You could have asked. You could have just said the question again. Well, there was nothing wrong. I was irritated you were playing Pokemon in the car. I wanted to talk. We were out for a night, to, uh, night out. I could have stopped. You could have said anything. I didn't know. How am I supposed to know? How am I supposed to know? Nah, don't even. Maybe how are you supposed to know? How I, am I supposed to? You, if you don't tell me. If we're in a car, don't play Pokemon. I play Pokemon like half the time I'm in a car. And I told you specifically I wanted to be able to play because I won't be driving. It'll be nice. And no, it doesn't it was, mean I can't talk at the same time. It was great. However, Jesse composed himself. Guy was a real jerk. I think he tried to get Jesse thrown out of the restaurant. Here's what's funny. I'm not an angry person nine times out of 10, but being in the weird mood that I was in because of Mike's actions, nothing to do with me. I am innocent of all charges. Uh, yeah, it was just a weird incident, but it was nice that we came together in that moment to uh, both agree that we did not like the cut of that guy's jib. And if he looked over here, then we might have had to have a conversation. The show was getting postponed. We are going to arrest him. Tell you <laughs> no, right now. no, I do not choose violence. I choose peace. That's true. We wouldn't get arrested. We would have got out of there quick. <laughs> Getaway car, you just walk. <laughs> All right, mailbag. All right, mailbag. Um, let's see. I think first question we got to go to Bradley Aaron Muse. He says, Gio, do any of your passwords include the word Brady in them? No. Will you tell the people your passwords right now? No. Okay. Fair I enough. don't care for that guy's question. <laughs> I don't care for his remark either and his three names. No, um, no, not, no Brady though. No. I've actually stepped up security on my passwords in recent years, mostly because of Jesse. <laughs> you included uh, some characters in there. That's smart. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to know now. Uh, Jeremy Lopez. Mono- I think we've actually answered this question before because he, I think he just has a card that he wants to know if he should sell or not. He says Monopoly Prism rookies like Keegan Murray, Black Gold, five out of five, buy, sell, or hold. I guess just hold. I mean, any basketball, I just hold right now. And the Monopoly thing came up with the craze and it was already dropped. So I think you're in a safe market to hold and then sell, buy, sell, or hold based on performance once the season starts. Fair. Cody James. If a song played every time you entered a room like a wrestling theme, what would it be? What would yours be, Michael? Mm. I mean, it's got to be like a Boston or something, right? Oh, I tell you what, the, the intro to Glory Days is pretty good. I'd, I'd do with that. I'd go Glory Days, Springsteen. I know, oh. it's a, I know it's a hit. I should be going Deep Cut, but I'm going that. Okay. Or Arkansas gonna... by Stapleton, my new favorite song. Ooh, I love Stapleton. <laughs> Or it'd be Jesse, stop playing Pokemon. That could be my song. <laughs> That's not a good Self, song. Self-written. Nobody likes that song. Uh, I think it would be like Meatloaf. I would do anything for love. 
Um, that'd probably be my opinion. I thought you were going to go Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> no, Bohemian Rhapsody is a pretty much dead song to me. Now, I did it so many times in karaoke, it's kind of lost all I meaning. I hate your new karaoke song. You I do? Forget. You yeah, never said uh, that. What is it? Um, more Than Words. You hate More Than Words? I just, you're wasting your talent. It's such, mm. you are just punching down on that song. There's no energy. It's like this emotional. I, All right, I, fine. Where's the you freaking energy? You know what I appreciate about that? You told me. Now I know that. Now I don't have to just sit there in silence. Oh, there you and go. And wonder. I do actually like that because I've been wondering what people think about it. No I was on the anything. fence after AC. And then when I saw this at the Mojo event last time. We're going to have Doug and Dan back on, by the way. Oh, that would be fun. Um, and I saw this at the moat. I was like, you know what? It needs to be said. Because that was a competition you should have won. That stupid kid. Well, to be fair. Voted up some 14-year-old. Someone I, who actually had a lot of talent. Kids That's not have fair. no business being in real competition. Especially if you know what you're doing. Yeah, that kid was a loser. I hate that. Ming Vong. Um, heck, heck of a kid. What has been your favorite SSP designs that were newly introduced in 2023? Oh, he actually named it. The Planetary Pursuits and Cosmic are awesome. Absolutely I, awesome. We pulled the Adley Jupiter last night. Oh, that's cool. Pretty sad. It's like a $400 card raw. Pretty awesome card. I love those. I hate the ultraviolet. The Topps Chrome insert, a lot of people are all worked up and loving. Uh, from I don't like, it's like the face and like the psychedelic. Oh, yeah. I don't care for that one as much. The Seven Wonders insert. Oh, I yeah. I think is finest. Uh-huh. Love it. That's I do. I think that one's kind of cool. I like the mini mosaic one, actually. Um. It's like the mini mo- mosaic. Yeah, I think we talked about it a couple episodes back, but it's what pro- basically what sport. Football? Oh, it's football, oh. and I'm sure they'll probably include it in basketball as well. But it's like just mosaic pattern of the player, and it's like broken down into like tiny little pieces. I don't know. Oh, I, I okay. think it looks kind of cool. Colbins bring back weekly pickups on Thursdays. My bird and my Brady. I mean, we Boom. did a Monday, Roasted. so I hope that's okay, Cole. Um, Matt Shones, he was basically, I, I thought this was an interesting question. One? Yeah, uh, yeah, go His, ahead. So, yeah, Matt's question is, how are people releasing PYTs of Gilded? And we don't have a, a public PYT. Do we get early access? My answer is no. I, I don't know anybody who gets early access to a checklist. It is weird to me. Tops and Fanatics have not released them yet. There's no checklist for Pro Debut or Gilded that both come out Wednesday. They've been very good recently about getting checklists out early. The only thing I would say is in a product like Gilded, you could basically make the checklist. Like I, I'm confident making a checklist tonight for this product mm-hmm. because it's consistently been the exact same guys in every product this year of tops, which is kind of how it should be. I have no issue. Now pro debut is a little different, which prospects signed, which didn't, that's a little bit tougher, but we're not breaking that anyways. Oh, okay. But I don't think anybody gets early access to these things. I've never heard of that. And we have connections of places and I have asked in the past, Hey, anything? No, we just don't have it out yet. So, um, in general, though, your point is valid, Matt. A lot of times you cannot make a checklist for a product without a PYG for a product without a checklist. With Tops Baseball this year, you kind of can. Like Immaculate, difficult to do. Like Immaculate Baseball. I don't know which vets and which prospects they have signed, haven't signed. Huge discrepancies there. Tops Baseball, like I said, I think me and Eddie tonight will have one released, and I would feel pretty confident in it, even without the checklist. Okay. I actually am glad to hear that because I was wondering if like they were getting information we weren't. Greg, oh, uh, I'm sorry. Alex Warwick, your question was kind of answered earlier on. He just wanted to know what's going to happen with the value of Brock Purdy cards. I mean, they're in the tank, yeah. It's Um, crazy. Greg Ferenos, he says, what is your criteria for grading a card? I've heard or read somewhere that if a card is in a PSA 9, uh, if it's worth more than a PSA 9, then it's worth the cost of getting graded. There you go, yep. Um, and wants to know what we think about that. Yeah, I mean, in general, like, okay, so if a car is going to cost me 15 bucks to SGC it, I want to make sure an SGC 9.5, I, I go 9.5 with them, not 9, more than covers the grading cost and raw cost. In other words, if a card is $10 raw mm-hmm. and it's 15 bucks to grade, a 9.5 to me has to sell for at least 30 bucks because 25 is break even already. Sure. Um, and then I'm taking the chance if that's the case, okay, then a 10 is a 40, $50 card. So that's kind of a, a simple breakdown. Raw cost plus grading. If you're going PSA, raw plus grading, a nine has to outsell that. With SGC, a nine five has to outsell it. Okay, cool. Um, so this guy gives me the pronunciation of his name. It's Dane. He wrote a book, by the way. In no way. 
He says, You're going with this question. Yeah, actually, I, I like it because it's a good question, but okay. it's also a funny uh, situation he got himself he into. You switcheroo. I didn't read it, but I saw switcheroo, so I'm already in. <laughs> so he says, uh, thanks for reading my question okay. on last pod, but got in trouble with the wife. She demanded to see all my cards and wanted to know how much I spent on them. Oh, simple. No. Um, anyways, new question. Call Dane. Let me talk to his wife. He says, best way to protect yourself when selling on eBay. First time that I bought a raw card. It came in a top loader with a tamper-proof sticker at the top. I thought it was a good idea and shared it with the group, but a lot of people thought it was a terrible idea. Only used by scammers. I don't know what that means. Why would a scammer? I don't have any I, idea. I agree. I did. I was like, maybe That's there's weird. information here I don't know. But he wants to know what we think about basically using any kind of tape uh, for the top of a card. Makes no difference. I don't use tape, personally. Use the right size top loader and put it in a team bag. And then protect oh, it. How are you yeah. going to protect it? And even if it's tamper-proof or not, it doesn't matter. Like, if somebody's going to scam you on eBay, they're going to scam you, and they're always going to side with the buyer. Sure. So uh, I'm not a fan of tape. I, I just don't see the need for it. The only time I use tape is we have those little stickers that he sent me, SC and Breaks. Yeah, yeah. I have, like, a big hit. I will I will cover the top of the top loader to seal it with that. But that's more for advertising and marketing than it is for— I was going to say, that's a good idea. But in general, um, just correct size top loader goes a long way. I mean, it really does. Very simple. What do you think about the idea of— Penny sleeving, because you would penny sleeve before you put in a top loader. Almost, Is there ever a time you wouldn't do that? I don't think so. Okay. So you put it in a penny sleeve. No. You put it in the penny sleeve where it's essentially you would do it upside down of how you normally would. So the penny sleeve is going down on top instead of you sliding it right. in. And then you put it in the top loader normally. So that way you have like a little bit of protection. But then your bottom edge is just on, on the hard plastic at the bottom. But wouldn't that be less risky than the top slipping up just slightly? Again, correct Again, size top loader, though. Size. It's not going to slip out. Okay. And if it does, you've got the team bag sealed over the top of it. Okay. All right. Do you know what a team bag is? You know what I'm saying? When yeah, I say that's that. them in the drawer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and for anyone who doesn't know, it's just a if you bag know, that they holds a few. No, there's a lot of people who don't know a team bag. Uh, anyways, it's just a bigger bag. You put multiple cards in, usually. David Chavez, I wanted to know if you guys like Costanza's role in Pretty Woman. Here's the thing about Jason this. Alexander. I don't like to admit that I've never seen that movie, but I've never seen. Why do you movie. not like to admit it? Because a very famous movie, very popular. I like to be up with. I the mean, up. I know like Richard Gere and Julia Roberts were in it. He is the store owner who does not want her coming in perusing his fine things. Oh, because... I thought he was just walking around. I know mm. she's a prostitute. Yes, she. I is. thought he was. He just saw her in there and and like got mad that they were talking down to her. He owns a store. As Again, this is someone speaking on the topic that I, I should not be because I haven't seen it. But my understanding is he is either the store owner or manager, and he does not want her in there going through all the nice things with her dirty, dirty hands because she does a. I don't think this is she right. does a job that he doesn't like. I don't think so. He's a datener. George Costanza. Oh, Costanza. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking Richard Gere. No, <laughs> Jason Alexander's a store owner. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's gotcha. your manager or something like that. Yeah. That's, I believe that. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, there's there's your answer to that question. You could have given me a million guesses on B-roll actors, and I never would have got it. That Costanza was in that nope. movie? Oh, really? Okay. I have no, no clue. Uh, Greg Lance taught, any thoughts on Bryce Harper's market? He seems to be stronger than any of the MLB veterans except for Trout. Interesting if he wins a ring this year. Does that kind of like solidify his greatness in this era? It's strong for a reason. He's got an MB- at least one, maybe two MVPs. Ooh, I wonder how many MVPs he has. I think it might be two. Uh, you know, very good player, going to be a Hall of Famer. It's all said and done. His market reflects that. If he can get a hall, uh, if he can get a ring this year. You know, more power to him. Uh, Bryce Harper has two MVPs. Did he win like last year or the year before? Do you have years on there? It does not have any. That's years. okay. Um, Sam Binkle, by the way, fair point. Sprinkling some hockey. Yeah, we were supposed to reach out to Jeremy Lee again. We'll see if we can get him back on. Can um, we do that? Uh, if you've got your phone out, if you want to message him, yeah. I have his phone. Oh, he's Canadian. Am I going to get charged for this text message like the old days? <laughs> Just go on uh, WhatsApp. You, you can do it that way. No, I hate WhatsApp. Oh, I've literally silenced WhatsApp because of all the nonsense chats. I'm- but you're in a lot of nonsense chats. You you silence the chat that I'm in with my wife and your wife. It's too much. <laughs> it's not that. We barely, we message, well, not even. We made the story. Professor. This kid. What is it? Wait, who is that? Oh, this is I'm not even going to say his name. it irritates me because he doesn't come to us for a comment. So I'm not going to give him any credit calling us out because we're like, oh, the, the there's no conspiracy with fanatics at a, ever, ever before. I like that he responds on here. Respond all the time. I've met this little weasel in person would happily talk to you 
on your podcast, whatever you do. It just and everything's always have, vague. Have you guys oh. been fighting? Is that what's going on the here? Just, it annoys me when people don't want to comment from somebody. They want to comment on your content. So be like, hey, why don't you come on and talk about what you said? Nope. Let gotcha. me just make, make stupid little comments, Again, general statements. I know. I, I think and you're I'm doing a good job. Not don't using mention, his name. Yeah. I'm not gonna because I don't want any promotion for him at all because of it. Uh, professor, last Guaranteed. question, last oh. one. Professor sports cards, NBA cards could be hot this season. When does the first NBA product release? Oh, I don't even know if it's on the docket yet. Pro 2023. Uniform 2023, I don't think it's on the docket yet. I will just double check and see if the calendar says anything on blowout 2023 in basketball. Um, collegiate. What's the latest 2022 product you see on there, by the way? Oh, that's another good question. Let's see. That's collegiate. 2023-24 uh, Panini NBA Hoops Basketball comes out in November. November 8th, actually less than okay. a month away. Okay. So not too long. Then you got 2022 Panini one and one basketball, 22 Panini Immaculate, Panini Flawless Basketball 2022. Maybe it's uh, Flawless Basketball is the latest one on here. It comes out in December, December 6th for 2022. Yeah, Flawless almost always the last. Okay. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Thank you very much for What's the, the last question. For the Hang question. on. Um, that was his question. NBA cards should be hot. What is when is the first oh, yeah, NBA sorry. one release? I, I, I saw the second half. I apologize. He says make a couple predictions. Rookie of the year, Scott Wimby or other Wimby? Scoot, Scoot. Oh, Scoot. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Wimby. Gotta Absolutely. be Wimby. After that, NBA champ. First couple games. My Granted, boy Dame, baby. The Heat game. There was no like their all stars weren't really going at it in that. I am curious what it's like in a real professional game, like a non preseason game. Yeah, different vibe. We'll yeah. see. But he looks like. But he looks great. I think he can score. So all right. Mailbag complete. Episode Monday done. Thursday next. I just texted Jeremy. Maybe you can get him in next week. Okay, there you go. Uh, we have Pete uh, coming from SGC. He's president, the president of SGC. President Pete. El Presidente. He is coming on on Thursday's episode. Uh, they've got big stuff in the works. We're going to talk with them. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens between now and then. That's your show. Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. See you on Thursday and goodbye.